Hello, everyone, and welcome to Squadcast, the weekly podcast that takes Rick and Morty way too seriously. So, so, so seriously. Way too seriously. As always, I'm Adam. I'm Sanna. And this week, we are going to be doing something a little different, because as always, we're doing something different. And this week's <laughs> Yeah, we don't really different. have a nailed-down format for this thing. Right. I mean, no, we kind of do, but, you know. Yeah. Never but mind. until we do the same thing for several weeks in a row. Yes, until we record, uh, release the same episode every week. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> well, we haven't done this before, so it's definitely different. Yes. Um, so we were thinking there are so many different uh, secondary characters in Rick and Morty. It's such a vast universe mm-hmm. that it is really ripe for a spinoff. Yeah, I, I think it's just a matter spin-offs. of time until we get a spinoff. Right. So... Uh, what we're going to be doing is pitching Rick and Morty spinoffs. Yeah. Do you have more than one? I've got one main one and then a couple side ones. Oh, I, I just got one main one. I, you I just was have lazy. one main one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Yep. And we might also later in this episode have a, another secret surprise guest who Ooh. is also going to be pitching his Rick and Morty uh, spinoff idea. Exciting. So stay tuned for that, possibly, or maybe not. <laughs> we don't know yet if we're going to be able to get this guest. Uh, you don't know yet. So yeah, really I mean, at- he, he's really hard to reach. He's a bit of a yeah, bit of a difficult man to get a hold of, isn't he? Yeah, um, no, spoilers, he's, he's, he's blown us off a couple times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're in the same exact state uh, of you know not knowing that that uh, you the <laughs> audience are right now fun stuff fun mystery stuff. surprise guest possibility all right do you want to start actually do you want to start with yours um, this time well you've got more than me so you should do your fa- yours first and i do mine and then you do oh, yours. okay well yeah. how, how about I'll, I'll start out with just kind of my like side ones okay so okay. Th- these are a couple oh, someone's ideas. really proud of their main one well no yeah it's <laughs> it's going to be the the greatest uh story ever told it's, okay. it's it's not it's not a religious Rick and Morty. Oh man, that's a good idea though. Kind of do like hmm. a Bible, a Rick and Morty Bible story oh, or something. At this point, we should probably also acknowledge mm-hmm. that we never did do the episode where we went back and looked at the previous Comic Cons. Um, that's gonna happen. Just not now. No, no, <laughs> we actually did. It's just it's just really tough to uh, to find that. Oh so. yeah, it's a. Um, mm-hmm. It's a hidden track. You need to listen to the previous ones again to find it. Mm-hmm. Or no, if, if you play if you play it backwards at a certain point, we, <laughs> we dubbed it over. It's, it's actually cool, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. You should really yeah. go and do that. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah your spend lots do of time well. doing that. Yeah, yeah, spend hours and hours trying to find it. Yes. All right. Anyway, no, just biblical Rick and Morty. Just like, ah, oh, jeez, Rick, I really don't know if you should be dying on that cross. <laughs> Shut up, Morty. I need, I need to die for the sins, Morty. The, the, the sins of all mankind, Morty. I need to die. So that all humanity can be forgiven, Morty. I think yeah. you may have spent too much time in America. <laughs> no. Anyway, so my first idea is um, a heist movie with just Meeseeks, and this kind of comes from the oh, what if they used Meeseeks to break Rick out of uh, out of prison? Shitty fan theory. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking it would be great. Because you know how at the beginning of every heist movie, there's like a montage or, you know, a a long scene or something where they're just getting the 
all of the different criminals with their specialties together. Like, you know, there's one who can break safes and there's one who's going to drive the getaway car and there's one who's, you know, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the, and one who's the electrician and can turn off the alarms and there's one who's really good at gymnastics and can dodge all the lasers or whatever. <laughs> and there's one who's the muscle and there's one who, yeah. And so just with Meeseeks, you just got a box <laughs> and you hit the box and like, you know, it'd be like, uh, or like, you know, whoever's getting this, this group together just be like some you know generic you know movie mm-hmm. criminal and they're like uh we need to get the we need to get the person who can break into any safe in the world luckily i know just where to find him hits the box hi mr meeseeks look at me <laughs> mr meeseeks i need you to break into this safe can do and then the next one is like we need someone who can dodge all these lasers in the hallway so that we can get through hits the box you know, and you, you, you get the idea, yeah. right? So there'd just be all these different Meeseeks and it's just a really stupid montage. Honest, I don't know if that yeah, would Yeah, and I that'd work. be a great way of conducting a crime because mm-hmm. you wouldn't leave a trace with the Meeseeks, I mean. Exactly, no, as soon as, and th- the perfect thing is like, you wouldn't even have to worry about them like sticking around no. and you know, being a liability. As soon as they do their job, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that that's actually, <laughs> it's, it's really stupid, like mm-hmm. just, that pitch but i think you could actually do something really cool with that yeah no yeah no, you simply can. because you know it would be the perfect crime you know it you know it'd be like the joker killing all of his uh all of his co-conspirators yep except better <laughs> yeah oh boy oh did you see they're doing like an i think an oceans eight which is women i did see that yeah i'm really you know, excited about that yes do you know what would make that even better though if there were 11 it, of them <laughs> Because, yeah, no, that'd they, be better. I, I don't get why men they, get 11 and women get 8, but were, nevertheless, if I'm they, happy. If they, if they were Meeseeks. That too, I guess. But, yes, you know, yay no. women. Yep. Okay, cool. So, um, then my other idea is... Shoot, what was my other idea? Oh, yeah, like, my, my other sort of just not really, like, my half pitch is, you know, in the dream... Um, not the dream sequence, in the, the false memory in the um, memory parasite episode mm-hmm. with uh, um, Summer and like all of her imaginary friends, like Tinkles and all of that. And there's like a little um, fantasy song and then it cuts into like a, a like a rap part, right? Yeah. In, in the middle of that. So I want to have a show, a movie, whatever, that just focuses on the life of this rapper producer who writes rap segments for the middle of artificial memory fantasy sequences okay because i want to know what this person's life is like like how did they get into that job right so the way i kind of see it is that this guy is kind of like you know like if you make your if you spend money to make a like a vanity music video for yourself the Mm -hmm. the guy who's producing it will always like have a like put a part in for himself right that's kind of how i see it so this guy is producing the whole thing and like he produces that entire fantasy sequence but and then he also puts a spot in there for himself. Uh. And so what I really want to know is like what choices do you make in life? Like what how does your life go so that you end up making fantasy dream sequences in false memories? Hmm. Like like what even what does that even involve? Like yeah. does he does he exist in our plane of reality or does he exist in a different multiverse or a different dimension or or what? And like you know how did he start out like knowing how to get into fantasy sequences <laughs> in in artificial <laughs> memories or did he start out as a producer who kind of fell into it? Like I want to know hmm. that guy. So like, what this... on, how on earth did he get there? Because he's not. Oh, he's not 
a false memory as far as I'm concerned because he's not one of the her imaginary friends, right? It's not Summer. It's not her imaginary friends. He's a real dude who somehow his <laughs> job is to produce and rap in these sorts of things. And I really want to know how that came about. So would this be a movie? It could be a movie. I think it'd probably be better as a movie. I don't know if there's enough material there. Maybe like a like a mini series, like do like oh, an eight yeah. or ten parter on HBO or something. I was exact thinking just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that 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 could be interesting. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, yeah. I, I I'd watch that. I probably would too, just because it's related to Rick and Morty. Awesome. All right, let, let's hear yours. Yeah, mine was because the original idea for this was to pitch these things based off of the um, the, the, the interdimensional cable episodes. Oh, right, yeah. So that, I that still did that because out. I wasn't quite informed that that's not what we were doing. Um, Change the rules on you. Yeah, you did. Um, so mine is based off of the hamster, hamsters in butts or hamster in butt world that we see mm-hmm. in the first one where they... There's like a tiny segment of one in the uh, actual episode, and then uh, the end credit scene is them seeing the seeing a clip from a show there, and them really being like wondering, like, wait, how the hell does that even work? And then visiting that world. So mine is a spin-off TV series, also well, a cartoon as well. Uh, I like all good um, tie-in or spin-off series. This would also start off as like a crossover episode where you kind of in, mm-hmm. like in Rick and Morty you uh, visit this universe and then you know introduce these characters that then get their own series you know uh, right right you know uh, uh, synergy and all that yes yes exactly so my pitch is uh, well well because they have a the nice family vacation there they clearly befriended some of these hamsters and butts and in my uh, this is gonna be a TV series it's gonna be a crime series because. One of the friends that they made got murdered. Oh. And so they get called to the funeral of whatever um, Nathan. Let's call him call the call that hamster Nathan. Nathan, all right. Yeah, Nathan is dead, and it's a mystery. And dun, so then, oh, what's going on? So sad. You get really this emotional, you know, start after this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then the whole family goes because they all really cared about Nathan. They meet up with um, 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 a a pair of detectives, um, uh, you know, come in contact with them that are uh, still investigating uh, Nathan's death. And um, obviously they want to help because they really care about Nathan and, they, you know, they do adventuring and that kind of stuff. So probably, you know, kind of feel <laughs> like, oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. Uh, so anyway, I've uh, uh, got these uh, two detectives named Misty and Monica written down because I just pulled names off of my ass or out of my ass. Nice. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so then Misty and Monica work for like a generic crime-solving agency like you see in you know, all kind of crime procedurals like it's the, this uh, universe's version of like an FBI or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Nick, um, the whole family and uh, Misty help Misty and Monica and they solve the mystery and Nathan's death is avenged and you know whatever they go home but then in the end credit scene what we see is um, the murder murder whoever confessed to the crime either says that oh no wait but they were working with another person Oh. Or another victim is found, or you know that kind of like cliffhanger that oh this isn't actually quite resolved yet. Hmm. Mm. So then in the actual, Twist. so the uh, the, the these hamsters in butt 
but um, solve mysteries and the kind of like a running threat is them trying to find out there's some kind of a serial killer um, and all that kind of stuff while also like exploring this world, exploring the kind of relationship between hamsters and the butts that they're living in mm-hmm. and the people and how does this society work and all this kind of like infrastructure that I think would be interesting for people to see. And I feel like, because, you know, this kind of crime shows, they're really popular, but they also yes. kind of follow a format. So I feel like this is a new take on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, guess what this is going to be called? What is it going to be called? It's called, going to be called Nothing But The Truth. Oh, with two T's. Yeah. Oh, that's, I like that. Yeah. I like that name. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That, okay. That's basically my pitch. What do you think? Okay. Okay. My question about that pitch is... Does the butt aspect play into the crime aspect at all? Or um, is it just like it happens to be set in hamster oh, and butt you world? know, in some of the episodes, I mean, you don't want to get too hung up on that, you know? Okay. So in some cases, you get mysteries where, like, what happens if the hamster is separated from the butt? You know, uh, we don't know. Yes. What if the mm-hmm. butt person is killed? Does the hamster die as well? Uh, you yes. can probably, you know, do some really gruesome tor- torture things with this kind of oh, like stuff. You know, yes. you can go into some real dark places there. Okay. But if I, these butt yeah. people fall in love with each other, how does that affect the hamsters? Mm. Mm-hmm. You could do one with like the butt people like trying to conspire against their respective hamsters or something. To oh, be yeah. I, I think that yes. might be the... Uh, Mm-hmm. The running th- or like the conspiracy thing, like in the background, that's kind of the oh, overtime yeah. thing that mm-hmm. really like, yeah, yeah. It's not hamsters who are doing it; it's one of the people, because oh. it's not really addressed how sentient these people are. Like, maybe what if they're not normally, like they're just like completely unthinking. Yeah, because they have these like has, really like, developed like, consciousness. No matter what the hamsters are doing, like they're like in the in the the after credits, and they're like in a roller coaster or eating ice cream, like. Or, you know, the hamsters mm-hmm. are expressing, like, real emotions. And no matter what, the people, all of us, just have this, like, really vacant expression. So right. what if there's, like, some kind of horrible thing where these people, like, get really, like, drugged up all the time or something oh, like that? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Like, what if they just start out as regular people and then the hamsters, for their own convenience? Oh, man. Yeah, because they show a diagram that we see, yeah, and I mean, yeah. that where, where there's just like an apartment inside the in, uh-huh. inside the peasant. What I mean, if they start out as normal people? Yeah. What if they just like alien like, abduction from in our universe? Yeah, what if that's what happens? Yeah. Butt probes. I mean, oh. that's them oh, to oh, seeing oh, if, oh if, it's, God, if, so if, if the butt's good enough for them. Yeah. Oh yeah, the whole the whole anal probe thing could yeah. just be these hamsters determining which ones they want to use and bring back, and like lobotomize or whatever. But then they they don't do the job right on one of them, and mm-hmm. that can be the big twist of the series. As it turns out, these hamsters were the evil party the whole time. Yeah, and uh, this is just like almost like. And then like the second season is like Kill Bill revenge <laughs> from like the entire um, events of the first season, but from the perspective of the person. Yeah, no, I, I'm oh, telling God. you, there's potential I would watch here. This this is this is sounding good. This is I know, good. right? I mean, for this something is, that I came up with in half an hour, I mean, I'm pretty pleased with myself. No, that's great. This mm-hmm. is that okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want this mm-hmm. to be reality now. I I want to see this. Yes, that that's that's pretty good. Um, my my one question for this pitch though is, um, how much do you think that people who are like sixty five and older or lovers of classic cinema are going to appreciate <laughs> this? I mean, mm-hmm. you have to imagine like shows like CSI and CIs, whatever the hell. Um, yes. 
they've got a vast audience. They've got oh, of old people, sister yes. shows yes, yeah, and yes, that kind yeah, of shows. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that mm-hmm. kind of people, like, they, yes. they would tune in. They would yes. tune in at least for, like, the first uh-huh. couple of episodes. And then yeah, I feel like I with this so. kind of premise, mm-hmm. they would stick with this. I mean, come yes. on. How could you not? It's okay, kind of specifically okay. when that's, I say that. Yes. That, 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 that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But mm-hmm. I think that that uh, key demographic <laughs> is going to be um, much more attracted to my spinoff project. Oh, boy. Which is going to be a three-ish, three-ish, three-and-a-half-hour-long epic movie. Oh, boy. Titled Sanchez of the Arabia Dimension. Oh, God. That's, that's, and what this is, is, hold on, well, hold on. What this is, is a prequel to the events of... Uh, the TV show Rick and Morty. So it stars the titular Rick Mm -hmm. and it sort of shows how he gets to the point, not where he gets to the point where uh, the pilot starts, Mm -hmm. but how he gets to the point of fighting against the Federation. Oh. So it starts out with uh, Rick and, you know, spoiler alert, like for this, he's not, he doesn't start out from the same dimension as the titular Morty. Like that, that's all, that's already... A big thing in the show that that's probably true. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run with that, and I'm gonna say that this Rick is from a Arabia dimension, Whoa. which, which to be specific, um, is uh, just a parallel dimension where um, I, I you could go one of two ways with this. Let's let's say that it's the, the parallel dimension where it's you know um, just you know World War One is taking place in present day, like 2016, right? Okay. And so, and so this Rick, but there's also the Federation and all of that. Like, anyway, not important, not important, <laughs> the, the big thing. But uh, Rick starts out in like this backwater position on, uh, wait a sec. Okay, no, no, let's screw it. Let's just make this whole, this whole like dimension, like the whole like, you know, solar system or something is all like Ar- Arabian. Okay, and he starts out on like because it, it's still space. Racist, just like no, it's no, Arabian, no, you know. No, it's not. No, it's just all like it's you know desert, and there's the there's like uh, you know Mediterranean, and there's all that. Anyway, it's, oh, it's very... is it a uh, desert planet? No, it, I mean it's a desert. We're gonna take this thing a step further. It's gonna be a desert solar system. Ooh. So all of these planets, and then there's like oasis asteroids and stuff like that. Anyway, so he starts out in Cairo, which could be, you know, an asteroid or, you know, a a moon or something, somewhere small. And Mm -hmm. he's like, oh, you know, I'm Rick and I work for the, he works for the Federation, by the way. He starts out working as he's, you know, um, an officer for the Federation who, and uh, he's sent out to this remote planet which is kind of like a tertiary front for the the war, right? There's the big war going on other places, but he's sent off. Wait, no, let's do this where like just this moon. It's just like the moon or the planet is Arabia planet. Okay, because because there's clearly a whole, you've thought this through. Yeah, I've put so much thought into this. It's 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 crazy. Oh, but boy. yeah, because there's a whole another like planet out there which is like the European front planet or something. There's a Europe planet, and then there's like a. Arabia planet where there's not as much fighting and it's kind of like secondary to to the war and and they send and they send um what was he like Lieutenant Sanchez or Captain Sanchez or something and they send him out because he needs to figure out what's going on with the Arabs on the uh, Arabian moon or planet or something and they send him out and he, him and his guide and then they they're going whatever and they get to a space well and his guide is killed 
at the space well because he's from a rival tribe from the guy from the person who owns the space well is this just gonna be a recap of lawrence of arabia no 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 no. it's so much more than that because the guy who killed his guide is bird person oh right so at first it's bird person and him are like he doesn't like bird person because bird person killed his guide but then bird person is like you know what like you don't know how to get around this this planet or moon or whatever and i i know how to get you where you want to go so he's like fine and so then it's him and bird person uh go and and they like go to uh the big settlement that that uh that sanchez is looking for and then i feel like other things happen at some point (laughs) this is so gonna be a recap of lawrence of arabia (laughs) no but and then you know there's just lots of this you know him slowly um joining in with these and i feel like squanchy's got to be there somewhere oh and then another thing that happens is that uh uh, two young orphan mortys uh um come on and are hired as his uh his like little squires or whatever and uh and they and they eventually both die and um, all of these events and all of this fighting and stuff slow, slowly turns him against the Federation. And by the end of it, he's completely disenchanted with everything, all the fighting and everything that's going on and what the Federation stands for and stuff. And so then that is sort of like, I mean, you know, it's not quite like Lawrence of Arabia, but like, and then at the end um, is where he finally breaks with uh, the Federation and starts fighting against them and starts uh um, using his newfound uh, um, friends and stuff to fight against them, and you know, Bird Person and Squanchy and all of that uh, are all um, are all fighting against the Federation now, and and that's that's how that starts. Okay, that's yeah. um okay. It'd be kind of it'd be like a big war um, movie, you know, big epic, uh, really exploring the psyche of Rick. Um, and it'd be, you know, you know, absolutely massive set pieces and, uh, it, yeah, just have a really big feel to it. Um, some, some dope music. Let's see what else. Um, uh, yeah. I, what do you think about that? I've got two questions. Mm-hmm. First of all, how well would this go with the people that own the copyright to Lawrence of Arabia? They'd be fine <laughs> with it. Second of all, how do you mm-hmm. think this would go well with go with the core audience of Lawrence of uh, of of Rick and Morty, who presumably mm-hmm. are not, most of whom probably are not okay. fans of Lawrence of Arabia? Well, there's two things. First of all, Lawrence of Arabia is based off of a real person and his real life adventures, so I feel like you know you can't get sued for like retelling the story of an actual individual. Hmm. Like like you wouldn't do a shot for shot remake of the movie. But you you would just do a retelling of you know the life of T. E. Lawrence, but T. E. Lawrence is Rick Sanchez in this case, and then the core audience of Rick and Morty they would love it, they would absolutely love it. If there's one thing I know, it's the uh, the, the Rick and Morty fans, and there's nothing that they want more than a Lawrence of Arabia esque epic movie with Rick <laughs> being the T. E. Lawrence character. Um. And for sure. person being Sharif Ali, and Squanchy probably being Prince, and well, and the and then the two Mortys, two Mortys being his two little uh, servants. Um, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Would this movie yep. also be kind of vaguely racist the same way you read Lawrence of Arabia's with kind of, you know, presenting kind mm. of Arab people as, you know, more uh, uh, primitive and all that kind of stuff? Well, I feel like if you do it just like with aliens, it's it's fine. Oh, like, yeah, alien racism is fine. Well, there aren't aliens, so it's it's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And that's the... Um, Oh, so this would still be the same Rick that we follow in the show, right? Yeah, this is like a prequel, so he'd be he'd be younger. Uh huh. Well, I mean, presumably some of the other Ricks in in different universes have all are also in a situation where they're fighting federations. So they wouldn't have right, to, you know? Cause no, it wouldn't have to be. But I think it's it's more meaningful that way, and I, and I mm-hmm. think that the the Rick that we follow in the show is a particularly compelling Rick. And sure, you could do anything with any Rick but uh, oh but because then know. you can't do a thing where he dies in a moped accident in the beginning of the <laughs> motorcycle accident moped and uh no no you couldn't you couldn't do that mm-hmm. see see that's where you lose me I, I I need this accident I want to see Rick die not really oh god yeah you you got to see Rick die in uh in Rick Potion number nine. Oh, I did I yep. did mm-hmm not the Rick, but you got to see a Rick die. A Rick die, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that, that, that's my pitch for that. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see this one coming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I did myself also consider something, you know, kind of like pre, a prequel kind of thing, which is... Mm-hmm. But I honestly, I think that's something that we'll get explored in the show at some point. Oh, with, for sure, oh, yeah. for sure. But no, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 this would... Yeah. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Yes, speechless. I still All think right. mine is better, but that. Um... No, yours is probably more marketable. I feel like mine mm-hmm. would be a little more highbrow, like you know. Hey, I'll, excuse me. I think mine would yeah. go on into exploring some pretty great themes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But be... I, feel, I feel I feel like though, just um, I mean, it could be it could be really cool and explore a lot of cool stuff. But I feel like as far as characters are concerned, you'd be hard pressed to find a better character study than rick sanchez as he turns from a member of the federation to a enemy of the federation mm. true that's true mm. all right so any final thoughts um no people uh listeners tell us what you think what would be your yes. ideal rick and morty spin-off series mm-hmm. and um, would you rather see sanchez of arabia solar system or would you see the one that would actually be entertaining, which is uh, nothing but the truth? I mean, it's got nothing a pun in the, the truth. Tr- pun ah. in the name. How can you say no to that? <laughs> nice. No, I totally watch that. Yeah, me too. So, so bad. Like, I really want need this in my life now. But yeah, um, and yeah, let, let, let's hope we, our uh, mystery guest shows up. Yes. And this, has this is where the well. mystery guest is going. If there actually is a mystery guest. Enter so, yeah. mystery guest now. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, before we uh, before we get on to the shitty fan theory of the week, we would like to thank this week's sponsor, which is Old Calendars. Yes. The Old Calendar Warehouse. Okay. So here's the thing. You can buy calendars from this year, right? Mm-hmm. Just go out, buy 2016 calendar. You can That's even probably easy. buy 2017 calendars by this time of year. Probably. But do you know what's really hard? <laughs> what's really hard? <laughs> what's really hard is to buy old calendars. Yeah. Have, have you tried to buy an old calendar? 
I have, but I, you know what? I haven't. I haven't succeeded. Like no, it's absolutely impossible. no. Even anything like I can try. I'm, I maybe I'm go to like a flea market or something, and I'll be lucky to find one for like 1986 or something. But these things are really hard to come by, and when you yeah, do, and, they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they're expensive, and if you buy one that's used, it probably has a bunch of old uh, notes and dates, and people have really marked up the the calendars. Right? Yeah, and you know what? So if that. you want a new old calendar, mm-hmm. brand, brand spanking new, if you want it in pristine condition, the old calendar warehouse is the only place to get it, and uh, that, that that's that, that's why they're such a good sponsor. And they, I, I really do believe in this product. Yeah, too. they are, they are, and you know you can get them in whatever kind of. Mm-hmm. Whatever kind of pictures you want, if you want pictures of flowers, mm-hmm. pictures yeah. of your favorite TV show, mm-hmm. whatever you want, you you can just go to oldcalendarwarehouse.com mm-hmm. forward slash squanch. You can enter our promo code squanch. You get a fifty uh, percent discount on your first purchase. I mean, come on, fifty percent? How good is that? And shipping for just ninety nine. Uh, uh, sense so that, that that i mean that that's just a that, great that's deal. a really good deal that is a you know great what? deal I, i'm on their i'm on their app right now on my phone the, oh. the, the, the app is really slick by the way I, i'm just looking through this all the different years of calendars you can get is incredible mm-hmm. like I'm, let, let me just read some of these off 1987 1913 1856 oh. wow, you wow, cannot that, that, that's, find that's a, that anywhere mm-hmm. else 12 just the year 12 whoa bce or ce you can get 12 that's that. That's absolutely incredible. Oh boy. 1993. Wow. That that that's that's a that, that's a hard that's a hard one to find, guys. That that's. I, I'm really absolutely blown away by the the the, the different ones. Uh, 1780. Wow. Wow. The, the deep cuts, man. Deep cuts. Deep this cuts. is really impressive. And and, and the, let the us press this again. From here. These are not used old calendars. Yes. These are brand yeah, these spanking are brand new. new old calendars. Yeah, they come up wrapped up. They come to you quick shipping, nicely done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just absolutely beautiful and for all your old calendar needs. And I mean, who doesn't need an old calendar? Oh, man, they've got a 1440. They Ooh. only have one left in stock. So, guys, I'd, I'd move on that one. You know, I think I'm probably going to snatch that oh, one up boy. for myself. Yeah, yeah no, these, these calendars are absolutely incredible. They're great gifts, great gifts for Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduations, Christmas. birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, quinceañeras, whatever. Old calendars are perfect gift any occasion yes valentine's day anniversaries groundhog day Ooh. christmas passover all of all of the holidays basically you need to get people these calendars. yeah and you know They're what sometimes you them. you just get people gifts to show them how much they mean mm-hmm. to you and what would yeah, better no, to for that than an old calendar old exactly new calendar. you don't need an occasion the occasion is the calendar the you old did calendar Yes. And then you can Old mark the occasion warehouse. in a calendar. Yes. Oh, yes. yes of you course. Can. Get, mm-hmm. get meta. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, yes. people, uh, we urge you to go to Old Calendar Warehouse forward slash Squanch Energy promo code Squanch and you get 50% off plus shipping for just 99 cents on your first order. Again, that is such a good deal. That I is can't such a good deal. How Goes, cheap that is. Yeah. Just go uh, grab whatever, whatever year you want. Just yep. 1666. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's just, a great year. Just, just, just to challenge you, just, just, just so that you understand how good of a service this is, try to find a calendar from 1666 from any other website yeah. besides the old calendar warehouse. I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once right. again, great, yes. big thanks to old calendar uh, yes, warehouse. Yes, no, I absolutely love these guys. Mm-hmm. Use them all the time. 
All right. So uh, now we're going to have our shitty fan theory of the week. Ooh, yes. What, uh, what, what is it this week? Our, sh- shitty <laughs> our shitty fan theory of the week comes from uh, Brother Spanker 66 which is... Um, I don't know where we get this listeners. <laughs> I think that I think they meant sixty nine and then just accidentally hit the six twice. I don't know. I mean, sixty six. No. Are you not familiar with the sexual position sixty six? <laughs> no, I'm thinking maybe it's like Route sixty six. Like you know, they they pine for the old days of like you know driving the American highways out west. You know, back before the interstate system. You know, so, um, so you know some some car some real cars stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I just need to show you the sex position sixty six. Yes. I mean, it's, it's it's quite something. Okay. Well. Um, we'll have some follow-up on that for <laughs> next week's Squanchcast. No, we will not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, Brother What Spank- was their fan theory? Yes, Brother Spanker 66 sent us a tweet telling our, asking our, us, what if we're, all of the show is still happening inside the math teacher's dream? Oh. Yeah, so to back up. Very interesting. Uh, in whatever episode, that the name of which I cannot remember right now. Yeah, I can't remember the one either. And we can where, be bothered to look it up. they have to accept their math teacher. Yeah, mm-hmm. for to get Morty, uh, to give get him to give Morty a uh, good a enough grade to bat to mm-hmm. pass something something. This, I think this hap- this definitely happened during season one. Yeah, this is one of the first episodes. I think it might be episode. Uh, oh, because it's it's the episode with uh, with the dog becoming sentient. So oh, that's right. Yeah, that definitely yeah. one so, of the first episodes. So I think episode two or three maybe. Wow. So then this is this goes yeah. deep because this theory me. says that everything that happens since that episode. Mm-hmm. It's still it's happening still inside the dream. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, interesting. I mean, this does open up or answer some real questions, but then also opens up many, right. many more. Something that I like about this is that it does explain Mr. Hoobie Butthole, which, which is definitely a plus. Yeah. But but on the other hand, um, there, there are some negatives. The, the, the biggest negative is that, you know, it's completely ad hoc and there's absolutely no evidence <laughs> for it. it. It does no explanatory predictive work. And in fact, um, the episode seems to resolve quite nicely um, if you just, you know, take it at face value that they got out of the dream, right? No. They definitely jump, make the same number of jumps up as they do down originally. They do. So, so the, the fan theory is hit from the fact, is, you know, it's hurt by the fact that it's absolutely, utterly false. Yeah. But, you know, um, Brother Spanker 66, you tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there may be something to it, but they, I mean, they could. I but, mean, but again, can you think of anything, anything in the show that might confirm or um, mm-hmm. uh, make this sound vaguely plausible? Well, well, I mean, besides the fact that it does give a really good explanation for Mister Poopy, yeah, yeah. Be- besides, aside from besides that, that um, I really can't think of anything. I guess no. I mean, um, no, mm-hmm. no, not not really. I mean. Mm-hmm. How would this math teacher even know about them traveling in mm-hmm. space and all that different universes mm-hmm. and yep. so on? Mm-hmm. Yes, especially because it would seem to imply that the math teacher just never wakes up, right? Well, so. maybe. What if the math teacher died? Oh, they're like in his death dream. Yeah. Oh, this is like the hmm. after, or he's entered the afterlife, and then somehow they kind of they got carried along. With yeah. Him. Interesting. Again, no evidence. No, no, no evidence for no, it. But, if anything, you know. kind of would mm-hmm. horribly detract yes. from the show if this was indeed happening inside a dream. And I, and I just want to say, you know, to be fair, just because it's obviously false doesn't mean there isn't something to it. Yeah, and I mean, 
this segment is called shitty fan theory of two weeks yeah and it definitely is a shitty fan theory I'll yes it that. is almost like it was come up with on the spot or something yeah no almost like whoever came up with this couldn't really think of any other shitty fan theories and they're like you know what we're just gonna say this for filler and maybe next week's episode will come up with something funnier almost almost mm-hmm. almost definitely right. not the case though definitely not no no that that would be that'd be shitty that'd be shitty all right well i think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Squatchcast. Yeah. we'd like to thank our special mystery guest possibly depending on whether or not he was on you see now you listeners are in an interesting spot because you know whether or not we got our special guest oh yeah and by this don't. time you you'll have heard him if you have or, if, or if not should, or not heard yeah. him if he if he had to bail again so mm-hmm. yeah all right. Um, uh, social media. Tell them where to find stuff. Um, yeah, we are. You know, whatever platform. Well, no, that's not true. We're on Twitter. Yeah. Um, at Squunchcast. You can email us at uh, at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, please do follow us on Twitter. Send us your tweets. Let us know what did you think of our um, spinoff. Yeah, completely our, blacked our, on that uh, word. Whatever, whatever we did in this episode. Yeah, yeah. what did you think of our uh, spinoff ideas? Yeah, which one would you, which one would you w- most like to watch? And um, yes. yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. And uh, send us your own too, please. Um, oh, absolutely. We would love if, to. If we get some good ones, we'll talk about them. Yeah, we we would love to talk about them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and aside from that, yeah, we're on Tumblr at squenchcast, or squenchcast.tumblr.com, I, I believe. Um, soundcloud if for whatever reason you want to listen to us on there you're yeah, more than welcome don't to. be a weirdo listen to us on itunes like a yeah regular person. yeah um you know write us and review us that definitely help us a ton mm-hmm. yeah you know the usual stuff if you listen to podcasts you know this spiel by now yes yes if this is the third po- if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to wow did you let, let me tell you about this <laughs> cool subscription box yes if you can <laughs> go to itunes itunes is yeah. done by apple yes yeah right. or you know Sweet. whatever podcast listening app you want to use that doesn't have to be itunes in fact i would think then more, more and more people are not in fact using itunes i think most people are as far as the the stats seem to show that most people are using itunes well, yes most but not not, not everyone we, we yeah, want to be inclusive not a majority i think more like a plurality yeah yeah okay yeah all right anyway cool people, i yeah. think that's gonna do it yeah well join yes. us again next week and uh yeah, bye. We'll be talking about something else. Yeah, thanks for listening. And as always, make sure to keep keep it. Wait, hold on. How, 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 what, what was it? We, we had a sign off last we? week that, that went super smooth. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, thanks for listening. And make sure to keep taking Rick and Morty way too seriously. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Symmetry. All right. Cool. See ya. See ya.